Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I am enjoying my life with Jesus. Hallelujah. God is so awesome in my life. And I am still joyfully single. Glory to God. Do you hear the excitement? Because, hey, y'all, I know that God got me. So no worries here. And so on tonight, I am going to talk to us about uh, marriage. But before I get there, i like to share something this past weekend. Oh, my God. Glory to God. This past weekend, we officially dedicated our new church edifice glory to god and i'm telling you the power of god was so awesome in that place i mean i just really wanted to just lay out on the floor it was that strong and that powerful i mean god put his approval on that service glory to god and y'all I'm just so excited about about what God is doing amongst his people. And if you are saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, you can rejoice with me because we did not just build this edifice just to say, oh, look at the nice, look at the nice lights, look at the nice um, pews. No, we built this temple for the glory of God so we can have more capacity so more souls can come in and be saved, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of their sins, receive the healing they need to receive, receive the deliverance, receive the Holy Ghost, receive comfort, receive peace, receive hope, receive restoration, glory to God. And I'm telling y'all, that is what the house of God is for. We want people to come in and actually Feel the love of God. I mean, because it is terrible out here. So much hatred, so much bitterness, so much strife, so much envy. But when you come into the house of the Lord, you should you supposed to feel the love of the saints, glory to God. And that is what we are there for because we are the body of Christ. So they should see when they come in and into the church, they should see God in operation. And humans, that's what we are for. And so anyway, y'all, I'm so excited and I'm not going to take up this whole podcast with it. But if you are in the Batesville, Mississippi area, glory to God, you are welcome to come to the city of refuge. If you have a pass through here, you are welcome to come to the city of refuge. We are truly a place of refuge where everybody is somebody. Glory to God. And so I'm going to get started with this podcast, y'all, on tonight because, y'all, this is what we call Tell It Like It Is Tuesday. And truly, I got to tell it like it is because I've just been seeing a lot of just divorces, 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 you know, happening. And it's not just from people that just married for a year, but it's becoming it's becoming more and more popular that people have been married for like a long time, like over 10 years or what have you. And I'm not taught, I'm not in here to bash. I'm on here to point light, but I wanted to talk about marriage on tonight in um, a positive light, because just because someone is getting a divorce after being married for 
um, maybe a lifetime, which to me, a lifetime is probably like 18, 20 years. Just because somebody been married for over 10, 18, 20 years, and then they end up giving a, getting a divorce, that do not mean that marriage does not work. That do not mean that marriage do not work. So my title on this, Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, is Marriage is Not Subjective. Marriage is not subjective. When I say that, I mean marriage is not based on the feelings or opinions of others and what they think about marriage. That's what it is. It's not based on the feelings and opinions of what other people think about marriage or because a lot of people, their opinions and thoughts is because what, what they seen in front of them, what they seen happen to them, or what they seen their parents, or what they keep seeing um, among their family. That's being subjective because you basing your opinion on marriage not working because your parents' marriage didn't work, or because your auntie's marriage didn't work, or because it keep running in your family that you just keep seeing divorces. And so you just say, okay, marriage don't work. Okay. That's uh, that's not true. Marriage is not subjective. It's not based on opinions and feelings of others. And that's what I mean in that aspect. You can't say marriage as a whole don't work. Marriage didn't work for them because it may be it's a reason why marriage didn't work for them. So marriage is not subjective. OK, so let's go through. Let's go through this now tonight. God ordained marriage. God ordained marriage. God honors marriage. So let me read this scripture real quick. Cause see, I'm a Bible-based teacher on tonight. I'm a Bible-based person. I do not just, just come on out here and come on, say something. And it's not based on scripture. Mm-mm. Bible-based because I live my, my life by the word of God and what God says about it. So Hebrews 13 and four, marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled but whoremongers and adulterers god will judge marriage is honorable in all and the bed undefiled but whoremongers and adulterers god will judge so again god ordained marriage god honors marriage because then you'll have these you know people out here like hey you know what i'm not gonna get married but you sleeping around but you sleeping with the same person year after year after year and you're not married to them. And in God's eyes, that's a sin. So for you to say marriage don't work and say that as an excuse for you to stay in sin, that you're doing yourself a disservice. Because if you do it God's way, do it God's way, then the marriage will work. And then again, another thing you have to see is we live in a fallen world and people, people are not perfect. People are not perfect, but whatever, you know, whatever God has put together, well, let me get to that scripture, Mark 10, 79, for this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and cleave to his wife and they twain shall be one flesh. So then they be no more twain, but one flesh. What therefore God have joined together, let no man put asunder. Mark 10, 7 and 9. I'm going to come back to that scripture in a moment. Okay. God styled marriage to mirror the relationship he has with the church. That's how you know that marriage works. I mean, this is, this is phenomenal. I mean, this is just huge. This is how important marriage is. He styled it to mirror the relationship he has with the church. Let me, let me go to Ephesians. 
Ephesians 5, 22. Wives, submit yourselves unto your husbands as unto the Lord, for the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. You see how he keep saying as Christ loved the church? Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church. Now you see, so if you get you a husband that don't love God, guess what? He ain't going to know how to love you because he don't even love God. He don't even know what the church is really for. So he can't even love you as Christ loved the church. You done messed up right there if you get you a man that don't love God. But anyway, we're going to say it again. Husbands, love your wives, even as Christ also loved the church and gave himself for it, that he might sanctify it and cleanse it with the washing of water by the word, that he might present it to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing, but that it should be holy and without blemish. So ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. See how he keep comparing so ought men to love their wives as their own bodies. Because God loves us, the church. He that loveth love his wife loveth himself. For no man ever yet hated his own flesh, but nourished it and cherished it even as the Lord loved the church. Even as the Lord, the church. For we are members of his body, of his flesh, and of his bones. That's us, the church. For this cause shall a man leave his father and mother and shall be joined unto his wife, and they too shall be one flesh. This is a great mystery, but I speak concerning Christ and the church. Nevertheless, that every one of you in particular so love his wife, even as himself. And the wife see that she reverence her husband. That means she respect her husband. Because we, as the bride of Christ, we respect God. So we, as wives to our husband, supposed to we supposed to respect him. But anyway, God styled marriage to mirror the relationship he has with the church. And see, you kept seeing that. I was like, as the church, so, you know, that's how we supposed to, uh, our marriages should mirror um, the relationship that God has with the church. Marriage work when it's done with two people who God put together. Let me say it again. Marriage works when it's done with two people who God put together and those two are submitted to God and each other. Because I, as I just read, it keeps saying, husbands, love your wives. And then it says at the beginning, wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. So if that's another thing. If it's a man on here, if listen, now you got a woman she ain't even submitted to God. Why? Don't even expect her to submit to you. You went out to church. You got married to a woman that don't know nothing about God. Don't know nothing about God's commandments, his statutes, his will. His nothing. Don't have, don't have a personal relationship with the Lord. But you think that she going to submit to what you talking about. Get it out your mind because you knew better. So before I'm talking to people here, you ain't never been buried. You, you're, you're a man. You need to marry you somebody, look for you somebody, a wife that has submitted herself unto the Lord. Because, hey, ding, 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 she submitted to God. She's going to submit to you because she is submitting to God. And she knows she got to obey God. She got to obey you because you are her husband. And God has commanded this in his word for her to submit to you. So marry, marry you a lady in the Lord. I'm just, I'm just saying. But wives submit 
yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. And that's where a lot of things go wrong. I mean, I, I'm single, but I hear about these things. I hear about these things because wives do not want to come into subjection to their husbands. And a lot of time before that even happened, this lady or young woman probably was not even, again, was in subjection to God in her lifestyle, in the way she lived, but you only seen boom, boom, bang, front, back, side to side, and you ain't even taking consideration that, you know what? Her life ain't even submitted unto God. A lot of times we just X all that stuff out. Ain't no way. When it comes to marriage, this is serious. It's style, it's Christ, at his relationship with the church. So, wives, submit yourself unto your husbands as unto the Lord. Marriage works when we do it God's way. For the husband is the head of the wife. A lot of women don't want to hear that. The husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. See, like Christ, head of the church. So our husband, wives, our husband is the head of us. Then it says that let the wives, then it says as the church is subject unto Christ, we got to be subject to our own husbands in everything. This is the word. So, we as single women right now is being subject to Christ in everything. We are submitting our lives to Christ in everything. So when we get married, it's not going to be hard for us to submit to our husband and, and be subject to him in everything because we was already doing it to Christ in everything. But when you just, again, you just marry to get married or you marry because of the looks or you marry because of the money or you marry because of convenience, then bang. Divorce is going to be somewhere down the line in your life because or you're going to be together miserable because you didn't do it God's way. God's way work when God because it said up when I read in Mark. 10, 7 through 9, like what God's joined together, let no man put asunder like what God it it will work. It will work, but. It's not going to work when we do things our way. And so that's why I said, Lord, Lord, all these years I've been submitting my life to the Lord because I'm like, uh-uh. Again, I want, I want God to be pleased, number one, and I want my husband to be pleased with me. I do want to be that Proverbs 31, Titus woman, Titus 2 woman. That's what I want to be. And so I've been working on myself because I'm like, no, God said this. I'm going to submit myself. I don't mind submitting myself. Finally, I can have somebody to answer to, and I don't have to do everything myself. Thank God. And so I'm going to appreciate it. Hey, you take control. You lead. I'll follow. Yes. Because all these years being a single mom, oh, yes. Finally, it's a leader in the home. God is already my leader, but then I'll have a human leader. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm not saying it's always going to be peachy and cream, but I'm just saying Thank you, Jesus, I have a leader because I am going to be gracious and grateful for that because that's what the man for. He's the head of me, and I'm going to appreciate that. But I know in this world, a lot of women, they we got these jobs, and they're, they're managers at their jobs, or they might be uh, presidents at their jobs, and now they get home, and then they don't want to be submissive. See, you're out of order. You got to get back in order, and when we get back in order, marriages will work. So it has to be both people, wife and husband, submitting their lives to God and honoring God. So then when they come together, now the wife can submit to the husband. The wife is going to 
treat the husband as the head because he is the head because she already knows she submitted to God and this is her husband's position to be her head. And then it said, husbands to love your wives, even as Christ loved the church. Christ sacrificed for the church. Christ gave his all to the church. Christ loved the church, even through our imperfections. Christ loved the church. Christ was, Christ is gentle with us. Christ has great compassion towards us. And that is how husbands is to love their wives. And they can do it when they are in Christ, when they love God, when they're in the church, then they know how to love us as wives. That's why we need to wait on that Holy Spouse because he's going to know how to love us. And now the marriage will work. Christ, the husband will love us wives as Christ have loved the church and gave himself for it. You ain't going to have to tell your husband to sacrifice for you because he's already, it's already going to be in him to do it because he has Christ in him. He's a part of the church. So he know what to do. And he's just, he's going to want to do it. He's going to want to sacrifice his time. He's going to want to sacrifice his money. He's going to want to sacrifice because he loves you. And that's how Christ loves the church. That's how we show love. Not just by words, but by deeds and by the sacrifice that we give. Then he's going to sanctify and cleanse you with the word. And we can't get mad when he's building us up in Christ. Because that's his job, to make sure that we are clean before the Lord. And so then he's supposed to love us as his own body. He nourishes and cherishes his own body. So he's supposed to nourish and cherish us. This is a kingdom man of God. This is an Ephesians 5 man of God when we mention that. Okay. So marriage work when it's done with two people who God had put together. Now who, like, again, now who you said, ooh, we that... That that man is fun from head to toe. Ooh, look at his car. Look at his money. Look at his bank account. Look at look, look at all it. But yet this man ain't is not even in Christ. And then y'all, y'all uh purposes don't line up together. You don't even have a passion to help him and what he's doing because he have a work he have to do. And since we're to help me, we are to help him in his purpose and what he have to do. You don't even care about what he's doing. You ain't even trying to push him in what he's doing. You ain't even interested in what he's doing, but yet you want to marry him because you just see the money. You just, you don't even care about nothing else. You don't even really care about him. The money, how he look, and, and the life that you can live. And that that's a mess. That's a mess. So I'm telling y'all, that's why a lot of stuff, it, no. That's all. No, we can't be just based on a physical because God puts us together for a reason. So we can be great in the earth. So we can be great in the kingdom of God. So we can, um, together, together, we can even make kingdom children, if that's so, or we're going to be greater together than we ever was apart. We bring out the best out of each other. We bring out the best out of each other. We perfect each other. Oh, it's such a glorious thing. Marriage works. I look at my parents. They've been married in September. It will be 40 some years, 40 some years. And they look beautiful together. And I just look beautiful because I live with them. They get along together. She help him with his purpose. He help her with her purpose. They have their, they have similar personalities, but all the personalities are not the same. Like my mom will talk more, way more than my dad, but that's good because you need somebody that's going to speak up or say, you need that. You need that. So what he, what he don't have, she has. 
what she have, he don't have, or, you know, vice versa, however that goes, but they mix well together because they complement each other. So when we do things God way and we, we let God put us together, then again, we'll be greater together than we was ever apart. Marriage works. Do it God's way. Do it God's way. Because don't base your marriage or your future marriage on somebody else's marriage that have failed. Don't do that. Look to Jesus. Anyway, I'm going to say it again. Marriage works when it's done with two people who God put together. Seek the Lord for who your spouse is and get confirmation. Get confirmation. Because, I, I mean, I always remember the Lord, like what, what he showed me in my spirit. And I'm still sticking to what he showed me in my spirit because he will give you a peace. He will give you confirmation on who your spouse is. But you you got to accept that and you have to um, be willing to open up your heart to it. But don't be don't be just getting anybody. No, because God is not putting you with just anybody and you're going to see the fruit or the consequences from you just marrying somebody. And then marrying somebody that God approves of. It's a big difference. It, I promise you it's going to make a big difference in your life. Okay. Next. And I believe I said this at the beginning. Just because, just because some get a divorce after being married for several years, regardless of their social status, that doesn't mean marriage doesn't work. So again, marriage is not subjective. Do not base your marriage or your future marriage on somebody that has got a divorce after they've been married for years and years and years and you thought they was happy but they really wasn't you you wasn't in that family you don't know what was going on and you don't even know if god put it together so we need to not base our future marriage or our marriage on somebody's what happened wrong in somebody else's marriage you see god you acknowledge god you stay submitted to god you, when you get married, stay submitted to each other and steady work at improving your marriage. Focus on you. When you focus on God and you focus on bettering yourself to make, you know, because it's always about, okay, I'm going to better myself because I'm here to serve my husband. I'm here to serve my husband, no matter what he do to me. My responsibility is to serve my husband. My responsibility, again, is say to reverence my husband, which means respect. This is me. I have to respect my husband. I'm going to serve him. I'm going to submit to him. I acknowledge that he is the head. And we are going to get along together under God because we are married. And we took those vows not for people's sake, but for God's sake. We took those vows saying we will stay together till death do us part. And we have to take that serious because this is a vow to the Lord and this is a vow to each other. And I said, oh no, when I get married, there will be no divorce because I believe solely in the word of God. I believe in the word of God and I believe that marriage works. I believe that marriage works. And I thank God that I had a best example in front of me, 39 years, going on 40 years of marriage. They have showed me how to maintain a good, holy marriage. And then I read the word of God on what my responsibility is. And I know people are like, it's not, it's not the same as you being in marriage, but guess what? I'm prepared for it before I get in it. I'm prepared. I don't know everything, 
but I'm prepared as much as I can be prepared before I get in it. And I know that marriage works and I know I do not want to ever get a divorce. And I believe that I will fight for my marriage because a lot of people say a lot of stuff before they before it happened. But I'm saying, Lord, I don't want a divorce. Divorce is not even on the table. No, we're going to work through this. We're going to work. We're going to pray. We're going to fast. We're going to do whatever we got to do. And I pray that it never, ever gets to that point that we would ever want to separate. Shoot, I have been single for my whole life. 38 years. I'm 38 years old. So, oh, no, I'm, I'm, I'm going to do everything to make this work. I'm going to do everything. But anyway, marriage works. Marriage works, and we have to consider that it's, it's a ministry. It's because we're serving each other, and it's as Christ has styled the church, and Christ take this marriage, he take marriage very seriously, and so we should take it very seriously. It's nothing to take lightly. No, no, no. If all in your power, you work together to keep your marriage together. Now, if you are being abused physically, I am not saying you need to stay with an abusive spouse on tonight. Please, no, separate. Go your separate ways because no one, no one deserves to be abused physically or mentally, emotionally, or however. You might need to separate and pray that the Lord will help that man to come to himself, save him. Fill him with the Holy Ghost if, if you got married when y'all was unsaved or bring him back to the Lord. But no, you do not dare stay in an environment where you are being abused. No, it is no reason for that. No, because so many women have been killed because they stay in that environment. No, no, no. The devil's allowing the night. You do not have to stay in that environment. You can go your, go separate, but pray for the man now. Pray. Pray, because prayer works. I promise you, I have heard some other success stories of how God have changed a spouse that used to be abusive. Oh, no. God will change them from the inside out. So never give up on your husband. Never give up on your spouse. But you may have to go into a separate living quarters until God worked that thing out for you. Glory to God. And, and pray, always pray and seek God first. He will direct your paths in any situation. But do not stay around an abusive man because he always have the potential of killing you and you don't deserve to be beat on. Now, we're going to hurry up and go through this because I was going to make this short on the night, y'all. Glory to God. Um, We must, oh, I just said that, y'all. We must always look to Jesus and his word to draw our view on how marriage should work. Then uh, I mentioned that there are other examples on how marriage works on earth. I mentioned my parents, 39 years, going on 40 in September. So if you are single, do not give up hope on marriage. Do not give up hope on marriage because somebody else's didn't work. Do not mean your marriage will not work. Seek the Lord first and his righteousness. Let God do it. Marriage still works. It is not subjective. And so please remember that on tonight. Marriage still works. It is still honorable to God that is in his word. It is not subjective. And that is how beautiful, how beautiful God has seen marriage is he styled it as his church. I'm going to keep saying it. He styled it as his relationship with the church. That's how beautiful God sees marriage, y'all. So on tonight, if you're single out there, be encouraged. Do not lose hope. because. If you are praying to God, if he told you you're going to be married, you're going to be married. You're going to be married to a godly spouse. You're going to be married to an Ephesians 5 man. You're going to be married. Believe it. Speak it. Do not get discouraged by what you see or hear. What God, who God has for you is for you. 
it will happen your kingdom of your kingdom of god man he is coming if god said it it will surely come to pass i'm believing that on tonight I'm believing that on tonight. By faith, it shall happen. Glory to God. And so I'm going to end this podcast on tonight. If you have not been born again, it is time. It is high time. You must be born again of the water and of the spirit. If you want to see Jesus in peace when he come back, you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. You be born again of the water by first repenting being baptized in the name of Jesus Christ, you be born of the Spirit by receiving the gift of the Holy Ghost. You will know you have received the gift of the Holy Ghost because you will begin to speak in another language that is unknown to you. If you want to know more about being born again and being ready for when Jesus comes, turn, turn to Acts 2.38. Turn to John 3. Glory to God. Because we all want to be ready when he comes, even if he comes for us in death. We want our souls to be right. We are filthy without him, y'all. We was born into sin. That's why we must be born again in order to take on his glorious nature and live the life that he wants us to live. Glory to God. He loves you. He died for you so you might have life. Well, this is Holy Lady T checking out on tonight. Have a blessed night. Peace out.